You're listening to the Dear Money series brought to you by the Money Arti courtesy of Vijana Tupo Initiative. I'm your host, Egla Wandurwa. Now this is going to be an interesting one, different from the previous episodes as we are going to be hosting campus students who will tell us their grounds on financial literacy, their regrets on money and what they're most proud of. Do stay tuned and get ready to be educated and entertained. I'm your host, Egla Wandurwa. We have a fantastic guest with us today, Joel Momo, who is a student at Daystar University and an artist. Of course, this episode is going to be interesting and packed with knowledge, as we're going to be doing something quite different today. We're engaging campus students and young people where we'll get to know their real experiences with money throughout campus and after campus. So Joel, welcome. Do tell us about yourself. Uh. Um, thank you so much, first of all, for having me on board. Um, so as you've been told, my name is Joel Momo. Um, I'm an artist, I'm a showist, I'm an actor, and uh, what else? Yes, that's that's me. <laughs> okay, thank you so much for that intro, and thank you also for being here. So how have you interacted with money throughout your life? Is it uh, consistent or there has been some change throughout? Um, so my relationship with money, of course, um, it, it it has really changed over the years because you you see as the as the as time progresses and uh, new responsibilities come in and a new ads actually we usually have the ads to get money. So over the years, um, my interaction with money has really really changed. Um, I can now say that um, for the past um, one year. Uh, there's been a drastic change in terms of cash flow in me, but which is a good thing because you see responsibility is um, makes you grow uh, personally and even financially. So yeah, um, it has changed. It hasn't been consistent. I can say like in the last three years, um, the amount of money that I needed or rather the amount of money that I used is not the same that they are, like the amount of money I'm using right now. Yeah. Okay, that's really great. So it it's really something very different from the previous years because the kind of money you're even having to spend right now is quite different from before. And so the kind of techniques that you're using maybe for saving or for investing or how you're actually consume, consuming the money has quite changed. So what lessons about money have you learned while in campus that you have implemented in your life? Um, so I would say um, one of the lessons that I've learned and that has really shaped my financial expenditure and actually financial uh, financial flow in my life is that money won't always be there. And sometimes you'll wake up and you're really broke. Sometimes you won't have any source of income. But you know what? Life must go on. So um, that lesson, any it's, it's a lesson that most of us really miss and we don't have in campus because... Um, most of most of us, most of the campus students depend on their parents. So your parent is paying your rent, or and as in you're sorting all your areas. So as in you have nothing to worry. You know that when you call, just a phone call away, money will be sent, and um, you you you're going to um sort your issues. But it it comes to a point where um your parents start drifting off, and that's when you realize that. Uh, money won't always be there and sometimes they they are broke like literally broke and um, they don't have money and it's the truth and now because 
but a, a week ago they had sent you a lot of cash but will you spend your time because you didn't think about about the future sorry so the thing is that, that that's one of the lessons that has really shaped my financial it comes at uh, times where akuna pesa but what we do will we die no if you are smart when you had money like i said money makes money if your money doesn't make money then you are full if you if you if that pocket money that you given doesn't make more money then you're doing bad and your financial your financial your financial won't be stable because um money should make money and it's 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 actually the the one of the tricks that rich people have, have realized and if you look even at the rich people in our society that the people have invested you look at them and think they don't have money people have invested in plots people have invested in uh, real estate it's all plots and stuff people have invested in matatu in transport sector as in because they have realized the trick that money should make money and if your money doesn't make money you're doing bad yes great okay i love that you're trying to see that money actually should generate more money and it shouldn't just yeah. sit there you should have a, a kind of plan and know that not every day is going to be a good day that's actually very nice so how do you view budgeting and how does it play a role in your financial goals do you have a set of plans where you budget a few things and do you actually follow it <laughs> yes i do you see um egla once uh, responsibility kicks in automatically whether you want it or not you have to have a budget you have to plan yourself because sometimes you know um like i said before sometimes you have a lot of money but sometimes you don't have money and if you don't have a budget when you have money you will overspend and having a budget personally i usually know once i get paid uh, this amount of cash Uh, of course you you know what you earn monthly and you know your network i usually know once once i get uh, this amount of cash this is what i'm going to do this is what i'm going to do this is what i'm going to save this is what i'm going to invest in of course uh, emergencies do come up but you um one thing that we should have actually and which most of us lack is financial discipline which many of us lack you see when you're financially disciplined yes some emergencies are not that emergent but because you are lacking financial discipline you will just end up uh, spending some emergencies uh, they can wait so if you have financial discipline which is a thing i would urge every youth to have jua pesa unatumia if an emergency is not that emergent please don't use that money because uh, once you start uh, playing tricks with your budgeting that's where you mess up that's where you that's actually where you end up in debts which um i know most of you wouldn't want to be because debts are really bad they they are quite nagging every other time uh, there's a notification or the person is calling you because you took debt because you you lacked financial discipline budgeting has really helped me personally because um i usually know that by uh, it, by the end of every month i have this amount of cash to save and by the end of this month i love achieve this this and this because you have a budget yes thank you oh that's actually great no matter your stand you're really going to have a budget because there's no way you're going to plan how you're going to spend your money now yeah. what mistakes about planning and budgeting have you made throughout your life especially right now that you're in campus and you're getting a lot of responsibilities as time goes by Um, would you kindly repeat your question 
what mistakes about planning and budgeting have you made? Especially oh, mistakes. Now, yes, especially they know that uh, you're actually doing a set of responsibilities. Mistakes. Mistakes do come up. One of the biggest mistakes I've ever made, there's, there's a time I invested wrongly. Like I was misadvised and I, I invested like uh, literally all my money that I had at that time. I invested in somewhere and it did come back. It was so traumatizing because ah, imagine you're in campus, you've saved uh, the, 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 the little cash that you get, then uh, you invest somewhere and, and then it doesn't come back. That was so traumatizing. Actually, for the next two months, I didn't save because I didn't feel like I wanted to save. I just felt so heartbroken. But imagine you're heartbreaking yourself. Yeah, but um, after that... Um, I think my dad advised me actually is, um, I mean, the, the world won't crumble on you. I mean, you should rise up from that financial crisis and um, now come up with another strategy and next time be on the lookout not to get misadvised and invest in the wrong place. That's one of the biggest mistakes I've ever made financially. The other mistake, of course, is, um, uh, but that was a while ago, peer pressure and stuff, uh, parting, helping. I had money, but I didn't know where it was going because it got rendered. That was one of the times that hey, my financial stability was really unstable. Yeah, I, those are the ones I think I can remember. <laughs> That's actually interesting. You have gone through at least two things where your money, where your money was actually squandered. And then, okay, the first one you talked about investing wrongly. Investing wrongly. Now, what are the kind of the things that young people invest in that are actually going to cost them instead of, you know, trying to, instead of actually giving them money? What are kind of the bad investments that are out there? So, some of the bad investments, you know, um, most of the times we young people tend to go with the crowd. So, um, you, they, you, they'll come away when you, people say, and I have no problem with Bitcoin or anything or cryptocurrency. I, I, like a week will come and people will be like, ah, Bitcoin, panda bay, let's, let's, nini. And then you are misadvised. You don't do your research. You just go go all in and invest all your cash there because say you will save, let's say 100 Gs, unanuma Bitcoin zote. And then what happens? The, the next month, Zinashuka, ama something happens. That's one of them. Like we, we love going with crowds. and. Another thing, your, your, your friend started a business and it's really doing good. And then uh, because of, I don't know what, but we, love, we just love that. Young people just love that, doing what people are doing and, you know, trying to fit in and stuff. So you, you, you take all your money and invest in that business without first doing your research on things like, you know, the demographics of the place that your business will be. And you just go, go all in and then your money is lost and you have nothing to do. And uh, those are some of the mistakes that we actually do. Me, I usually advise my friends and, you know, the people I get to talk to. And I would advise anyone who is listening to this podcast, before you invest in something, just do your research. Don't go by the mob. Do your research first and get to know and convince yourself. Actually, put situations in your mind and answer them. Like, let's say you put a situation, a bad, a negative situation in your mind, then answer it. If you can answer it, Man, don't go into that business. But if you can answer it, and it, just do your research, uh, give it your A game because that's your money, that's your hard work, hard earned money. You've invested, you've saved, you've saved, you've invested someone, 
And then that's not right. Before you start a business, please do your research. Don't go by the crowd crowd mentality. Yes. Oh, thank you. That's actually great. And I love that you're using your past experiences to try and make young people understand the kind of things that they should not do and the kind of things that they should that, that they should do for sure. So what what would you um wish young people knew about money? when it, you know, something that is very crucial, money is very crucial in their lives. So what, do, what would you wish that they knew about money? So um, what I would want, or rather what I'm advocating for in terms of money to the youth, the youth should start realizing that they have the ability to make money. That's number one. You know, most of the times we live under the shadow of um Yes, because they, they have experience and all that, but the youths are in a position to make a lot of money. If only we work collaboratively and work smart and, and not follow the crowd mentality. We have the capability, we have the ability to make a lot of money, actually. Number two, when you get money, another thing I would love the youth to know, once you get money, just be smart. I mean, Get 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 an accountable partner about or, or in your financial matters. Get an accountable partner who you can be accountable to in your expenditure because you no know, uh, pressures will come. But once I less come up, a person though, pop up. Just uh, be smart. Get get an accountability partner, preferably someone with ahead of you in terms of financial financial uh, matters. Uh, I'm a someone who's older than you, but in terms of financial. Assistance. Get an accountable partner. Be accountable to them. Once you make that a thousand, once you make that five hundred, once you make that uh, ten thousand, fifty thousand, a hundred thousand, get an accountable partner. Mister Unezambia, this is how I used my money. This is the much that I saved. And let me, if if we all um like you know gain a, a certain financial discipline, you'll wonder if the way even our generation will change the, the, the our, econo our economy as a country. And even um, you will realize that, um, you see, uh, the, like the demographics in Kenya are that we have very rich people and very poor people. And that's really sad. But we can change, we can change that narrative if we as youth work collaboratively and be fine, uh, gain some certain financial discipline. And um, you know, like start to start, start making money, but in a disciplined way. In ten years to come, we find that uh, most families can afford a roof over their head, a meal. Like all families can do that because we as youth take the narrative and we just sit and say we also want to get into the government and get corrupt, get money, and then others who can go get who can go that way, they'll be very poor, uh, living in slums. We can change the narrative as youths. We can change the narrative. Thank you. Yes, thank you very much. That's actually great. And I love that you're trying to change the whole concept that's out there that's not actually um, advantageous to the youth. Now, what is your craziest experience about your poor money choice? You think of a time where you spent money in a very wrong way. And when you think about it, you do cringe and think, I spent it in a very, in, you know, in the, in the most ridiculous way possible. Sorry, um, would you repeat that kindly? What is your craziest experience about your poor money choice? 
when you look at it, that time where you spent money in a very ridiculous way, and when you think about it, you cringe and think, I shouldn't have spent my money in this way. This was a poor choice for sure. I overspent. I didn't, you know, I went um, way overboard my budget. Yeah. Oh, ah. Oh, ah. So um, there was this one time, eh? Uh, my friends were like, um, bro, it's been a while since you, I love traveling. And I, yeah, if you, if you want to travel when you're a skizza, please holler me up. I love traveling. So my friends are like, ah, bro, it's been a while since we, we, we went on a road trip sort or, or, or a sort of thing. I was like, at that time I was, um, I was not financially stable. I was actually in the middle of a financial crisis, but once they mentioned the road trip, because uh, it's a, it's a, it's a, you know, a pleasure, a passion or something. I was like, ah, let me think about it. Then uh, that day I like, I brainstormed, I brainstormed. Why do I get this amount of cash? Because I really wanted to go. Guess what? On that night, uh, I get a call and, um, it's a job I had done uh, like two months ago. I'd actually forgotten about it. And it was paying some good cash. 50 Gs, pop. Ah, I'm like, oh God, why? Thank you, thank you. And then, now, uh, because of my pleasures, and my art pleasures, I'm like, ah. And then I called my friend, I'm like, bro, you know what? Don't worry, I got you. So I offered, no one asked me, I offered to sponsor everything in that road trip for three days. Once we were coming back, there was no money left. And then when it got back, you know, I was I was in the middle of a financial crisis before we went. I was broke again. And I was just thinking, what? Did I have to do that? Like, did I have to spend all that amount of cash in, with my friends? As in, it was just so ridiculous. And I'm, ah, wah, watch out. That is crazy for sure. I mean you went out and spent all the money that you had that was just i mean you got the money and then instead of thinking about what to do in fact you had to first solve your financial crisis at the moment and then maybe save a little or the third you actually invest and do something with it <laughs> you decided to go out and actually sponsor and you offered to you know spend that money and your friends maybe would have chipped in a, in a while. That is crazy. Yeah, the, <laughs> it was crazy. It was crazy. It was. They they <laughs> actually they were shocked when once I told them because they wanted to they wanted to they would have paid for themselves. But I'm like, ah, I got money. Let me sort you out, man. <laughs> it was really. It was. And then and then once uh, now after the road trip, you're like, wow, wow, come back to basics. Yeah, it was just uh, something that I will need. But at least I learned. I can do that again. Nijiku <laughs> Tevi. Oh, I'm, I'm done. I, I don't... Hello, and why, do, why is it meeting itself? What's the problem? I'm I, I I'm the one who muted because I had I finished talking. <laughs> I think you're muting yourself before, but let's just continue. The parts are going to be edited out. Um, hmm. Okay, okay, okay. 
what do you think should be done differently to make sure that young people have proper financial and they're not actually thinking about instant gratification but they're thinking about their futures they have financial plans and they're actually thinking ahead and they're thinking about their futures. what do you think should be done what do i think should be done different what the way we raise our children especially the male child as in, you see, um, we are emasculating our men in the society and we are making them, we are, I have no problem uh, with feminism and all that, but we are, we are making them more of ladies. And you see, that's, that's the biggest problem. Like you're pampering them, you're, it's good to pamper them, it's good to show them love, but it's getting out of hand because you find that it's a male child, but Aju could after anything like, which is really frustrating and really discouraging. As a society, the way we raise our children should change. Our parents, please, raise your children to be responsible children, teach them responsibility. Don't just give them everything. I mean, sometimes watch our luck and they learn because it, it, it will come to a time and, and things happen. Let's say, God forbid, but all your parents pass and all you knew was to depend on them. And then what will happen now? You'll die as well? No, life will continue and, and it will teach you lessons. Or let's say, as in things happen, the way we raise our children, because it all starts with the way we raise our children. Because a child, Kitubemfuza, Kiwam Toto, most 90% are uh, at our pool. But later, of course, uh, and then again, uh, we are more sensitization on money. And thank you for this podcast, for the amazing work that you're doing. But more sensitization on money should be done uh, to educate our youth on uh, financial, financial matters. Because most of our youths don't know. We're just living, you know, in our own world of partying and stuff, but they haven't known the basics of, um, what do you call it, financial matters. So I'm more sensitization should be done. Thank you. Wow, thank you so much for that. That's actually like an eye opener for all of us because you're seeing the kind of things that need to be uh, put in place and the kind of things that we should drop when it comes to finance. So thank you very much. Now we are coming to the end of this podcast and I'm going to put in something very different from what you have been doing in the past. Now, briefly read a letter to money. It could be your expectations, your regrets, or what you're most proud of when it comes to money. Now speak about money in that way. Maybe you have spent money in a very nice way and you feel like you do you need, you know, you actually deserve a pat on the back. So start with dear money. Ah, dear money, dear money. First of all, thank you so much for the times I like you. Uh, it teaches me a lot. And thank you so much for the times you locate me, even when, you know, I'm not thinking about you, you just locate me and you're like, ah, I'm here. What do you want? I'm really grateful. But please, 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 dear money. You're making uh, a dangerous mistake by in our kids and in our society because you're getting glorified over things like peace, over things like love. Please, would you please lower your audacity? Dear money, lower your audacity. We need you, but we don't need you that much. 
we can survive without you well i know that sounds like um impossible but guess what it's possible money you're not more valuable than peace that love than joy please dear money i don't i didn't mean to offend you but please <laughs> if i offended you i'm not sorry dear money don't get mad please locate me you're important but not that important i'll i'll continue looking for you and i know i'll find you yes have a wonderful evening money <laughs> thank you okay thank you so much for that that was wonderful and thank you so much for giving us your insight on money and giving us proper advice especially on investment and how to budget and things like that so yes thank you so much for also being here uh you're very much welcome and thank you for having me on board okay then have a wonderful okay day. have a good evening you too okay bye bye